name is Dr. Free and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Let me ask you a question. How would you like to be able to stay sane? S-A-N-E. And have the capacity to think, reason, understand, and make quality decisions. If I can show you how to stay sane or right-minded, fearless, and have a perfect mind, would you like to know? If the answer is yes, then listen real close. In this episode, I will show you exactly how you two can stay sane, fearless, and have a sound mind so that you have the capacity to think, the capacity to reason, the capacity to understand things, and the capacity to make quality decisions. So in this episode, we are talking about sound mind. What does it mean to have a sound mind? You know, sometimes when we think about someone who doesn't have a sound mind, we always think about people who have lost their mind or who have gone crazy or who are having mental issues. So when we research, you know, health, mental issues or mental breakdown or losing mind. So the, the, the search term losing mind, for example, when I look at that, I did a, a, re, a little bit of research on that. You know, Google, for example, returned return 415 million results for the keyword itself, the search term losing mind. 415 million results and that was just out of 50 seconds they pulled all this research all this information and made them available that's how much content is on mental issue or losing mind in the head term that we look at and then there are other related terms or similar search terms that people search for and and when you look at some of them a phrase like what are the symptoms of depression you know 201,000 searches a month on Google mental breakdown for example produces 165,000 searches a month that's how many people look at mental breakdown or nervous breakdown resulting in so many searches, warning signs for mental breakdown, and then how to deal with anxiety, how to get rid of anxiety. People looking for this type of searches all the time on Google, and, and this gives you an insight into what is really going on in the head of most people that you interact with. According to a mental research, that I looked at, according to a mental research that I looked at, it is very interesting to see that most people you interact with probably have some sort of mental issues, right? In the United States alone, almost half of adults, to be precise, 46.4% would experience 
a mental illness during their lifetime. That's a lot of people. 46.4% of adults in the U.S. alone will experience. This is a research done by a mental, um, a research done by this institute called, institute called NAMI or, you know, mental health by the numbers they call themselves. So, again, in the U.S., you know, they say one in five adults experience mental illness each year. One in 25 U.S. adults experience serious mental illness each year. And one in six youth, 17 and below, experience mental disorder each year. 50% of all lifetime mental illness begin by the age of 14 and 75% by the age of 24. So that then leads to suicide in the country. And it says suicide is the second people committing suicide, killing themselves, is the second cause of death among people age 10. That's very surprising. 10 year old and 34. In the U.S. alone, 19.1 of U.S. adults experienced mental illness in 2018, not just a couple of years ago. That's 47.6 million people, you know, representing like five, one out of every five adults. That's a lot of people. And then when they break it down to on the racial line, so Asians, his, non-Hispanic Asians, that's 15%. Non-Hispanics white, 20%, 20%. Non-Hispanics black or African American, that's 16% who have mental breakdown at some point. Then Hispanic or Latino is 17%. And then lesbians and gay or bisexual is at 37%. They go on and go into more details of this research that was done. Annual prevalence among U.S. adults by condition, major disorder, depression, depressive episode is 7%. And I'm not going to bore you with the other um, statistics that they have available. You know, they go into so many breakdown into details of this research, bipolar disorder, almost 3%, anxiety disorder is at 19%, uh, obsessive compulsive disorder is 1.2%, and so forth. So this not having a sound mind, so we can see that in the U.S. alone, this is not even global, this is just the U.S., people are having serious problems. So that, that's just the research. And then when you look at the so-called famous people who have lost their mind at some point in their lives, the most well-noted ones, example, Kanye West losing his mind, and this is from his own words, losing his mind, being tied up, handcuffed, and, you know, taken to the hospital by force, you know, in, in his situation, he almost lost it completely. And you can look up, you can look that up, and he, you know, giving an, an interview and talking about that himself. And then the other 
well-known guy that is is so sad, so sad that a man who we thought had everything, had everything that you know people want to do, travel the world, explore, eat all kinds of food and drinks and what what the world system adore, what the world system promote, he had it all. Had the money, had the freedom to travel wherever he wants to go, mingle with the people and eat their food. And he ended up committing suicide. Because on the outside, everything seemed perfect. On the outside, it seemed like he had it all. That wasn't the case. Antodimbode seems to have had it all, but he ended up committing suicide. You see, he said he was he was in France at one point in time in life when he was doing his documentary, and they found him hung in his hotel room. And then there are countless of movie stars and athletes who have these issues going on, and and most media would then turn and tell you when such tragedy happens they say if you have mental issue call this number for help call this number for help when you have a mental issue so we know that there are a lot of people facing mental issue and then people are afraid alive when a virus like the current one coronavirus going around people are afraid of contracting that or people are afraid of getting sick people are afraid of getting or losing their mind people are afraid of speaking in front of people so now you know we're talking about Simon but I wanted to go into other things that causes people to lose their mind people are afraid of losing their mind people are afraid of being alone people are afraid so again, in our our podcast, in in our show, we always always derive our teachings from the book that really changes life. The book that can make you stay sane when you 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 study it, you read it, you take it in as your spiritual food. It causes you to stay sane. So if we look into the Bible and look at the scriptures. What does the Bible have to say about sound? mind now i want to make sure you understand when we say sound mind we are not talking about the spongy thing in your skull the the what they call the brain that is not what i'm talking about here i'm talking about the real you in our show in our teachings we always make sure you understand who you are you are not the five senses that you live in the five senses you live in is just your currency to transact in the physical world that we live in you are a life-giving spirit you have a soul and you live in this body that you live in to allow you to transact in the physical world so if you no longer lives in your body you cannot really feel experience smell and touch this physical world that you live in so we are not when we say you we are not talking about your five senses or your your physical you are a life-giving spirit and you have to understand this in order to walk in victory in order to walk in sound mind if if you want to have the sound mind it is not about medications even though if you have that go ahead and take your medication but it is not about your physical everything you do in your physical is a result of what happens 
in your real life, the real you, the true life-giving spirit that dwells in you. So in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 through 7, so in verse 6, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in you by putting on of my hands. So I'll read 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6 again. Wherefore I put thee in remembrance. So I'm trying to remind you to stir up the life-giving spirit that dwells in you. He said, I put you in, in remembrance that you stirred up the gift of God which is in you by the putting on of my hands. Meaning that he will lay his hand on him, talking to Timothy, and he will stir up the gift of God. What is this gift of God? The spirit of God that dwells in you. You must revive and stir him up. He is in you probably sleeping because you don't know that he dwells in you. That's why in the Bible he says, Awake, O ye sleeper. Wake up. Wake up to the real you. And when you wake up, you will not be afraid. You will have a sound mind because the sleeper has wakened or is awake now. In you, that's why he said, "Awake, you, O sleeper, wake up, wake up to the real you." So now he goes to talk about what that gift, what is in you. He said, "For God has not given you the spirit of fear." That's why I was referring to fear in in my intro here, because a lot of people live in fear, fear of losing their mind. Fear of speaking in front of people. Fear of doing what they have been assigned to do. What they have been called to do. Fear of failing. Fear of being alone. Fear of dying. Fear of flying. Fear of getting into accident. Fear of so many things. And as a man thinks, again, not your five senses, as you think in your spirit, so are you in your physical. You see, that makes it very clear to understand that as you think, so are you. Eventually, you become what you think about all the time. I know people, when I used to work in the corporate world, they talk about, I feel like I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. I'm going to be sick. And eventually, they get sick. They are afraid of getting sick. So as a man thinketh, so is he, meaning that as I think through the true me in the inner man who dwells in me, that eventually manifests itself in my physical. If I believe I am loved, eventually I display those qualities and characteristics. If I believe I am strong, Eventually, I displayed those characteristics because the Bible says, let the weak say it's what? I am strong. Say, let the poor say what? I am rich. So as a man thinketh, so is he in the spirit. And eventually, what you do in your spirit then manifests in the physical. 
your physical today, what you are experiencing in your five senses world today is a result of what you have been thinking about yesterday, a week ago, a month ago, years, years and years ago. What you have been building in your spirit being is what is manifesting in your physical. So he said, God has not given you the spirit of fear, okay, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. When we go back to our scripture and we look at the scripture that we were looking at in in Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter, chapter 1 verse 6 again, God has not given you what they call timidity. He has not given you cowardness. He has he's given you what? Power. Power to do what he's called you to do. So again, we're talking about sun mind. And he said that God has not given you a spirit of fear. So then we can believe now that God has given us a spirit. The life giving spirit that dwells in you. He is not a spirit that is afraid. That spirit of God that dwells in you, the creative power of God that dwells in you is not afraid of anything. With him, all things are possible. He's giving you power. You have the power of God that dwells in you. This power that we talk about, don't take it for granted. It's not the power of a gun. It's not the power of a bomb. It is compared to the world's military, the world's largest and powerful military. This power can overcome. It has nothing to do with the world's largest bomb, if I could, I could put it that way. It's so superior power that you have in you. You have a power in you. He has given you the spirit of God that dwells in you. has so much power. Power to heal the sick. Power to raise the dead. Power to open the blind eyes. Power to speak and it comes to pass. That is the spirit that dwells in you. That's the power God has given you. So he said he has not given you a spirit that is fearful, but of power of love and this power this love dwells in you and he said of sound mind so here is where we got our title sound mind from in the last part of verse 7 and of of a sound mind the sound mind here is all moderation steadiness sobriety temperateness my favorite is coolness so he is giving you power He's giving you love. He's giving you sound mind. And this sound mind enables you to be cool in every situation. Cool in any situation you find yourself in. Because you know the power of God that dwells in you. When I was in elementary school, um, there was this guy. I always uh, remember him. Not his name, but the things that he talks about and the things that he believed he can do. So it, it was a r- rumors going on amongst all the the the, the kids in that school. Um, this guy claims that his father has given him power, some sort of voodoo power. He he has this power. He's so and that power has made him so strong, stronger than Mike Tyson in his prime days, stronger than. Anyone else 
in the school, anyone else in the town. And if he fights you and gives you one blow, punch you, you will collapse and probably die. Now, whether this is true or not, at that time, we were all scared of this guy. So when you are playing soccer with him or playing a game with him and he, you get him angry, he he rushes to fight you and then he stops and then he warns you like, dude, don't do that because I really cannot, cannot, you, you know, punch you. I, if I do, bad things will happen to you and then he'll back away and walk away and go do whatever he was doing before. This boy never fought anybody in the school. Okay, he never actually displayed that power that he claimed he had. It could all be a lie. You know, we all we all kids and he was known in, in the school. He was known for not fighting anyone because he claims that if he punches you, you probably will die. Or they will have to call the ambulance. So he will never punch you, ever. He never punch anybody, but he walks around with this boldness, with this, this mindset that his father has given him power. He's given him this authority. He's dealt with him, dealt with him, this voodoo power that when he fights you, you will collapse and probably die. And every time that I think about that situation, that why were we all afraid of this guy? Because he walks around with this boldness, with probably a big lie too, right? <laughs> big lie that his father has engulfed him with power and therefore he does not fight. He knew who he was. Do you know who you are? Your father has given you so much power and he tells you in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 there that God has not given you the spirit of fear to fear people to fear anything but he has given you power which is the creative power of Christ who dwells in you and because you have this power he's enabled you to love is God himself who dwells in you and then he's giving you sound mind to be steady in your ways, to have temperateness, to be cool in every situation like this dude who I just talked about from my elementary school. He was cool. He was bold. He wasn't afraid of anyone. You can't be as big three times as he is. He was never afraid of anyone. He was cool. So understand that God has given you this power, this sound mind. And when you operate from this sound mind, this life-giving spirit that dwells in you, it breaks down mental illness. It resolves problems. I've seen people who have mental issues. And when the spirit of God that dwells in them was revived, like Paul said in verse 6, they became sane. And you can look at, at people who went crazy and became sane when the spirit of God that is in them was revived. Like Paul said, let me put you in memory. Let me remind you. Let, like that my, my the boy in the elementary school always reminded himself that he has the power of God in him. He says, so Paul said in verses, let me remind you, let me remind you that you stir up the gift of God 
which is in you by the putting on of my hand and and also in romans 8 15 in romans 8 15 he said for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear that means that you have received some spirit so he said you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry abba father so you have the spirit you have received a spirit not to fear but to be bold and in luke 10 19 he said in luke 10 19 he said behold i give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you nothing shall by any means destroy you Nothing shall by any means overcome you. Nothing by shall any means knock you down. For I have given you power. Do you know how much power you have? The power of Christ that dwells in you. The scripture says, don't you know that Jesus Christ lives in you? Unless ye be reprobate. So if you don't understand that the power of Christ dwells in you, he said you become reprobate. Understand that God has given you power. Power to overcome mental illness. Power to overcome suicide. Power to overcome fear. Power to overcome anything in your life. That power then gives you the sound mind. Oh my goodness. He's giving you a sound mind. You have to live a life through the power of Christ that dwells in you. When you try to live a life through your physical, you struggle, you lose your mind, and you become insane when you try to do everything according to your five senses. Live a life through the power of Christ. And when you begin to think through the lenses of that power that dwells in you all things are possible to you then you can be like they do from my elementary school you'll be so bold that when somebody anoints you you bless them instead of cursing them because you know that you have power to destroy them if you wanted to but the spirit that dwells in you is love he does not destroy but blesses he blesses so you rush to beat the person up like my, my elementary school mate there. And you stop and you recognize and you remember the power that dwells in you. And you smile and you bless them. Your body begins to be attacked by illness. Your brain, in this case, your mental, you begin to have mental issues. You have the power to speak. You have the power declare that God has not given you what the spirit of fear but he has given you the spirit of power and of a sound mind the mind that dwells in you is sound and it's not I'm not talking about your brains that you know that spongy thing that sits in your skull or in your head the mind is not your brain the mind is the spirit of god that dwells in you and he said that spirit that i have given you your mind is very sound it's very powerful 
operate from there operate from there operate from there stop living a life through your five senses stop living a life through your physical your physical is just a result of the life that you have produced through the spirit of god that dwells in you the spirit that he has given you and if you don't know that yet you have to stir that spirit up in like he said in verse 6 stir that spirit up and begin to understand who you are begin to understand who you are so what is in this for you you have a spirit he has given you a spirit but that spirit is not a spirit of fear that spirit it's not a spirit that pushes you to be afraid. It's not a spirit that is shy. It is not a spirit that is afraid of losing his mind. It is not a spirit that is afraid to speak in front of people. It is not a spirit that is afraid of being sick or being alone. It is a spirit that is of power, that is of love. So he's giving you this power to be steady, to be sobriety, to be cool. You have the power to overcome and you have to do it. Stay the power of God that dwells in you up. Begin to live through that power. Begin to live through that power and you shall not lose your mind nor be afraid ever again in your life. Let me pray for you today. Let me pray for you because there are so many people losing their mind around you. There are so, one in five of Americans who experience some sort of mental illness in their life. So I want to pray for you today. And I want to stir up the spirit that has been given you. The spirit of God that has been already given you. I want to stir that up in you. So you begin to live a life through the spirit of God. Start to live a life through that sound mindedness. True love that dwells in you. So Lord, Father, I thank you for this, my friend. Listen to this episode. I pray and I stir up the spirit of God that dwells in him or her. That they will begin to that he or she begin to live a life through the power of Christ that dwells in them. I thank you that that spirit is stirred up right now in Jesus' name in you. And go ahead and live a life through the power of God that dwells in you. Again, my name is Dr. Free. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and subscribe right now. And tell your friends and family to subscribe today.